Welcome to Just Another Show. Thanks for tuning in. Your hosts today are myself, George, Greg, and Carrie. Say hello, everybody. What's up? What's up? How goes it, people? What's up, beautiful people? Oh, shit. Oh. Hello, audience. <laughs> wow. All right. One time for George being weird. How's everyone doing this week? Greg, how are you? Man, I'm doing pretty freaking great. How about yourself, man? How about how about everybody else? How's everybody doing? I ain't got no complaints this week. You know what I'm saying? Work is work. But you know, it is what it is. Got to get to the money. Yeah. I uh. Well, I'll go. We're gonna we're gonna mix it up. I I won't go last. Um, I have a puppy now. Uh, this is day. This is day. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Tuesday, five. Day five, I guess. Yeah. This is day day five of having a puppy, and um, it's cool. Right now, I'd rate it out of ten, like a seven. Um, yeah. still trying to get this little thing to not pee in the house, and um, outside of that, he's 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 adorable. Not gonna lie, it's kind of frustrating. Um, but yeah, so that's 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 what's been taking up my life for the last couple of days. Uh, Jade, how are you? You know, chilling. My job actually started a what month is this? September challenge, like a zombie thing since we're all you know not in the office, so it's been pretty cool and getting my steps in the past few days. So. It's been fun. Can't complain. Okay, cool. What about you, George? Uh, it's been uh, straight. It's been pretty straight. I have an interview yesterday. Pretty sure I bombed the fuck out of that hole. But you oh know, God. interview with the with your company now? No, with a different company. Oh, bomb as in like you nailed that shit, or bomb as in like you know bomb as in like. I failed that shit. A lot of the times, when you think you fail something, you pass. No, right. The worst, the one you think is the worst interviews, those will be the best ones, actually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'll find out tomorrow. They said they was going to, I guess, make a decision by Thursday. So okay. it's okay. Just say, you know, George, you know, you went in there, you fucked the niggas, bitches. It's okay. Shit. Yeah. Shit, I thought they fucked mine. Oh, I can assure you they did not. Everybody fucking everybody listening. I mean, hey, it's a circle, uh, circle of life. Lion King. Gross. Mm. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, before we get into the COVID numbers, I think it's only right that um, the second, you know, first thing before anything else, we have to say rest in peace to Chadwick Bozeman. Um, Chadwick Bozeman. Um, for those who don't know, he played several iconic um, uh, people uh, people in, in his career, um, including Jackie Robinson, uh, James Brown, Thurgood Marshall, and of course, what probably more most people know him as know him as across the world is he played back he played uh, T'Challa, um, Black Panther. 
uh, in, in, uh, Marvel's Black Panther. And, um, he, he actually died um, this past Friday, uh, which is a good time to bring up the date of today. Today, uh, we're recording this Wednesday, September 2nd. Um, and he died this past Friday um, after a long battle of uh, a four-year battle of um, colon cancer. And he was 43 years old. Um, and it kind of shook shook the world. Uh, I was, I found out on Twitter, um, and I guess we can go around, but I, I found out on Twitter on, on Friday Eve, minding my business. It always happens when you, I've noticed this year, things like this with Kobe. It was on Saturday. It was on Saturday? Yeah. Okay, well, this place is wrong. Apologies. Saturday. This past Saturday, it was like Friday was night, Friday Saturday night. morning. Yeah, I, that's what that's what that's what I thought too. Um, in the wee hours, I was lost. Of, yeah, in in the wee hours of of the Friday, um, I guess we could say say scary hours. Um, so yeah, but I found out on Twitter. Couldn't uh didn't didn't believe it at first, and then. You know, it started making its rounds and stuff like that. How did you guys find out, Greg? How did you find out? Uh, Twitter. I was just on Twitter, and something said I saw some picture of Black Panther and something, and I was like, "What?" Then I saw another one by Chadwick Boseman. Then I saw something else about. Him. Then I, I was like, "Bro, what?" I went to go type his name in in Google. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman dies from colon cancer, and I said, "This nigga's dead." And I was like, colon cancer? When the hell did he get that? And it was like 2016. I said, he had it for four years? I was like, oh, man, this is some crazy shit. I ran to, I, uh, I ain't really ran, but I wanted to go tell my mom. I was like, you know, hey, did you know Chazza Bozeman died? She was like, died. I was like, yes, this nigga's dead. I was like, what the fuck? Crazy. Crazy might crazy, be an understatement. Man. I was ready to go to bed. I think I was about to go watch some basketball or something. Then I go right. back and see. I was like, "What? This nigga's dead? Like, what, what the fuck's going on?" Uh, George, how'd you find out? Um, I think I found out when I woke up Saturday morning. It was pretty early. I don't know what I went on, but it was like, you know, R.I.P. Trevor Bozeman. I was like, wait, "Wait, wait, what the fuck is going on here?" And I like kept looking, kept seeing it. Then I was like, "Hey, uh." You know, tap on Jade, like, hey, are you up? And she was like, Is that what you did? I don't know what I said. No, I don't know what I, no, I got her attention. No, 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 that's not what you did. <laughs> I found out about oh, two minutes after George did at five o'clock in the morning by him being like, Jade, you up? Jade, Jade, you up? So it wasn't like a, oh, let me check and see if you up. <laughs> this girl woke me up at five o'clock in the freaking morning. I don't recall such a thing. You don't recall? Oh, boy. These are lies. These are lies. <laughs> so that's how I found out. Uh, I don't know. I believe my nigga George. I don't know. Oh! This doesn't really sound like something George would do. Exactly. I was I just saying. Sweetheart, are you awake right you now? You never called sweetheart. me sweetheart. Fuck out of here. Yeah, that does I, think, I, think you tapped you, I think you tapped you lightly. It was like, Jada, you up? Hey, hey, Jay, guess what? Are you up? And he was like, yeah, yeah, what's up, George? And then, you know, he just had a conversation. This extra stuff? I I I thought somebody was in the house the way this Negro woke me up. 
Right. I said, look, um, if I can fall back asleep, nobody can. That, that, that is, that's crazy. But I will say I did spend the entire day being like, really, this past, really even up until yesterday being like, damn, like, he's really dead. And George being like, yeah, man, he's really dead, like, over and over. Because it's just, it's just not, it's not clicking. And which is crazy because yeah. that same day we were listening to our podcast from like last week and Greg, you were saying how like you can't believe Kobe, like it's still not clicking that Kobe is, is past. And that's exactly how I was feeling. Like this is just not, my brain isn't getting it. It's crazy. Yeah, I, crazy. Still, haven't, I still haven't accepted it or fully believed it that this nigga is actually gone. It's just crazy, like, because we all going to see the next Marvel movies whenever they come out. And it's just like, what are they going to do from here? Nobody can replace this man. Uh, I actually read an article about um, some uh, on Yahoo News about, a spe- you know, three con- three options that Marvel is entertaining, um, allegedly, obviously. But one option, mm-hmm. obviously, is to recast him, which would be literally the worst thing you could do. Um, because no one wants to see a different black you know that's not it's it's something they've done before you know they recasted uh uh Rhodey, iron man's best friend um it, it was Ter- uh, terrence howard and yeah and, and then they did it before they did it with uh someone else in the marvel universe um oh the hulk the hulk was recast mark ruffalo yeah by and and it was mark ruffalo um but those are such smaller roles. Uh, so that's not a good option. So that's option number one, though. Option number two is, you know, follow the comic book and have Suri be Black Panther. Um, to me, that sounds like the best. I think that's the best plan so far, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, actually, you know, start off the movie with him passing for real. And, you know, and then have Suri become... Black Panther, and then you know, started off like that. That'd be easy. Um, and then they, then then the third option, which is also weird, is to figure out a way to include him, similar to how they figured out a way to include uh, Paul Walker in the lat in in uh, Fast and Furious oh, Seven, I believe, um, to do some type of CGI type thing, um, so that you know, he can be somewhat a part of it and then hand it down so that the transition's easier in terms of, you know, us watching the movie. Because we're not going to want to watch Black Panther 2 without some type of acknowledgement with him somewhere in the movie. I I would think it would would, only be right. So those are three options that I saw some, you know, uh, someone wrote a whole article on on Yahoo News about what, what they could do and what they're potentially discussing. But they have until... 2022, I believe, of May, um, as it stands, is because that's when the the release date is supposed to be May 4th or 24th or something like that of 2022. So they have some time, but we'll and see. it's already it's already September 2020, man. They gotta they gotta they gotta film the movie, then do editing and shit. You know? It's not that long. It'll, it'll blink and it'll be here. Yeah, well, filming the filming the movie takes about like six months. It doesn't take crazy long. Six months to film it, and then, like, three months to put everything together, and then, like, another six... Well, yeah, I guess you're right. Another six well, months. Well, see? 
Well, uh, see, that, that that's a typical process if your entire cast is, you know, there. Mm-hmm. They, they, the storyline, I don't know how the storyline is going to go, but uh, it's probably going to have to be reconfigured some way. Definitely. Definitely. I'm not even sure if they have but a script gonna, for it. Yeah. But, yeah. So, if they did, well, that shit's, that, they gotta that shit's that gotta, they gotta rip it up. <laughs> that's gotta be totally, totally something. It's gotta be, they can't even go to where they was gonna go now. Yeah. But, rest in peace to Chadwick Bozeman, man. 43 years old. 43 years young. Um, that is very unfortunate. Um, and, fuck cancer, obviously. Uh, there are a few places I saw that I believe it was ABC um, in honor of uh, Chadwick Boseman. They played Black Panther with no commercials on channel on one channel two or three or something like that, which was dope. Um, HBO right now has uh, I believe they have uh, 42, which is the Jackie Robinson um, uh, mo- movie that he played Jackie Robinson in. And, uh and uh, it was. And they also have, which is one of my personal favorite movies, uh, uh, Get Up, where he played James Brown. Fun- dope as fuck. <laughs> I watched that movie like four times. That movie's amazing. I gotta go watch um, so, it. So if you want to watch those two movies, I'm not sure if Thurgood, I'm not sure where, who has Thurgood Marshall. Um, I know HBO used to have it, but I'm not sure if they, if they have it anymore um, to watch that movie. Uh, as well and then obviously if you want to you know if you want to go ahead and binge watch Black Panther uh, you got to go on Disney Plus to do that Um, so and the other two movies that he was in Civil War and Endgame Um, oh three three movies he was in Civil War Endgame and Infinity War 2 so yeah rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman um, moving on to the coronavirus numbers. So global cases, we are at 25.8 million global cases of confirmed uh, COVID-19. Uh, the U.S. is leading that charge with 6.1 million cases. Brazil is in second with 3.9 million cases. India is in third with 3.7 million uh, cases. Uh, Russia has a million cases. Uh, Peru is after that with 657,000. South Africa has made the top 10 with 630,000. Are there any countries that you guys want have any curiosity about in regards to the COVID numbers before I move on to the deaths? Death rate? Actually, I want to I won't do the death rate because the death rate is too it's it's too convoluted in terms of like how they're we don't know they're doing too much mixing stuff in. So what were you gonna say, Jade? I was just saying, nah. Okay, cool. So if we go to the states, California, oh, yep, California has is in the lead. Um with 720,000 confirmed cases. Texas is in second with 641,000. Florida is in third with 633,000. New York is in fourth with 436,000. Georgia is in fifth with 274,000. 
Uh, Illinois is following after that in sixth place with 240,000. Uh, Greg, South Carolina has 120,000 confirmed cases of COVID. So, Wait, what's Georgia? Georgia is in fifth place with 274,000. Jesus Christ. They're doubling South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing uh, in regards to COVID, at least when it comes on to Georgia, for the listeners that are in Georgia, um, Kemp on this past Monday had issued uh, some uh, an updated coronavirus order uh, that has caused a little bit of a conversation. Uh, and I'm looking at the AJC uh, News, Atlanta Journal-Constitution, um, and there's an article that was public that was published on the 31st of August, um, and the headline is Kemp's latest order does not reclassify teachers as critical workers, and he's still weighing that decision. Um, and I'm just gonna go through here. Governor uh, Governor Kemp's extended order of coronavirus restrictions issued Monday did not include something that many teachers feared but superintendents wanted a new designation for educators that could exempt them from quarantine after being exposed to the virus. Hmm. What? Let me read Wait, that what? one more time. Let me read that again. <laughs> Let me read that again. Governor Kemp extended, Governor Kemp's extended order of coronavirus restrictions issued on Monday did not include something that many teachers feared, but superintendents wanted, a new designation for educators that could exempt them from quarantine after being exposed to the virus. Now, <laughs> Jade, because I think you have the most what? sense out of, out, of, out, of the, out of the four of us. Jade, what does that sentence mean to you? <laughs> That means that they don't give a fuck about teachers, one. Indeed. And that means, and, and students, yeah. And that means it's just going to keep going. We're just going to keep being in a whole COVID shit show for, for the rest of forever. This is ridiculous. And also quite comical. Yeah. Time uh, I just want to hold This nigga said, if you were exposed to, exposed to COVID, you cannot self-quarantine. Well, is that what he's trying to say? No, I th I think what this is trying to say is that if you were exposed as an educator to, um, actually, yes, I'm about to I'm, say because I'm reading the game. <laughs> a new designation for educators that could exempt them from quarantine after being exposed to the virus. Meaning, if you are an educator and there was a student in your class that got the virus, um, which means you were exposed to it, that he did not leave the room, op the door open to allow teachers to quarantine, essentially stop working if they were exposed um, and they would have to continue working even though one of their students had got, had got, uh, had, had been found positive for COVID-19. Um, here's my question too though if I decide that like I want to quarantine it is best for me to quarantine you sons of bitches 
am I getting paid for that time off? Probably not. It's probably going to come out of like PTO or something. Those sense of things. So let me read a little bit further. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security recently added teachers to its definition of the critical infrastructure workforce, but Kemp didn't include that list in his latest public health emergency order. Staying with the version issued by staying with the version issued by the federal government in April. So he basically didn't update it to what the Department of Homeland Security updated it to be. Um, so uh, a, uh, a spokeswoman for Kemp said that, uh, and I quote, I can confirm that we did not reclassify teachers. Um, we're still weighing that decision. Uh, to them, so you're so he's not adding the teachers to the list of which classify teachers as the critical infrastructure workforce. He's not adding them to that list. And if you're not a part of that list, then that exempts you from being able to quarantine if you were exposed to the virus. I, I think I'm starting to catch on to that, which is so fucked up. The Georgia Department of Health wants people to isolate themselves for two weeks if they have been exposed to others known or suspect, uh, suspected to have COVID-19. Um, a, ju a, a July 28th order by Commissioner uh, Kathleen Toomey requires a 14-day isolation period if the contact was within six feet for at least 15 minutes. Uh, her order exempts workers defined by the federal government as critical infrastructure. Uh, quote, if necessary to ensure adequate staffing, as long as they are asymptomatic, wear a mask and comply with the other quarantine requirements over the two weeks. Um, superintendents have pushed to label teachers as critical workers, worrying that quarantines will likely deplete their workforce and force school closures. Teacher groups have opposed the idea, saying it will put the health of educators at risk. Um, so you know how you don't even have to worry about this issue to just continue doing online schooling. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that's an option, or it should be, but which that's what the school is for. It's not like you're using those resources for, for other things that you usually would. How do you guys not have like some type of something set up? I don't know. I don't know, man. I feel like it should be easier than it is. Some people don't have sufficient internet at home. Weren't they giving out like mobile hotspots like some school was doing that? Or not mobile hotspots, but like like hotspots, essentially? I could have sworn I read an article about that. I feel like, I don't know, man. We've been doing this for a minute. We didn't just start doing this. Yeah, come on. Um, I mean, you can't. School you don't just home. don't just throw a broadband out of nowhere. You have to fund that. That has to be paid for. Okay, but if we had started this in March, I mean, it still wouldn't we, be done. We, even if we weren't done, we would have been further along. Well, you know, there's 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 a candidate trying to give you that. You're talking to me like I vote for him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just to all the the people who are like, well, we don't have good internet at home. Well, I mean, there's also the thing of parents having to make sure their kid does their homework or somebody having to stay home. 
so niggas can't really go to work. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of shit you got to be considerate though. Some niggas aren't afforded to work from home. It's yeah, it's crazy. It's wild. Um. So yeah, that I mean, as we're going, um, I know from my job, I just got the the notice yesterday that yesterday no Monday. Monday that we will um, not be going to work until, well, they actually said the foreseeable future, um, but they're targeting January. So, you know, uh, we'll see. Um, Wait, they're targeting January? Gee whiz. Yeah, they're targeting January. Uh, See how things go. Curious. I think personally it's going to be pretty much the same. Um, I think the rate in which people catch COVID nineteen are probably will probably decrease just a little bit, but because it's the winter and a lot of not a lot of people are going to be outside in the winter, um, even though Georgia's winter doesn't start until like the end of October, late middle of November. But in Florida, doesn't have a winter. And Flo- you know what? Florida doesn't have a winter. California doesn't mm-hmm. have a winter. Texas. You niggas are going wild out anyway. No, no, no Texas has a winter. Fuck that. Texas North has California. a winter. Oh, okay. So well, yeah. I mean, we're we're I, we'll we'll have to see. It's it's September, which is crazy. It's it, you know we're in that in this month. So um, yeah. Uh, moving on. Any other updates on COVID nineteen before I move on to uh, updates on Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, I think Donald Trump. Um, I actually did something good for an eviction moratorium. I think that came out today. Please explain, Pablo. Um, I don't really have the article in front of me, but I guess just to, to freestyle it, it's something about clearly all you have to do is, I guess, explain how, you know, you're not able to pay rent because of Corona. And if you were to be kicked out, you know, you'd be homeless and nowhere to stay type of situation and then return but i think that only pushes it out till january and it's pretty much kicking the can down the road because you'll still owe owe all of the rent from before but at least you won't have to worry about being kicked out until january february time frame so it's basically So I think yeah. this was yes- yesterday. I'm getting this from USA Today. Uh, the Trump administration announces nationwide eviction moratorium through the end of the year. Um, the, it is implementing a national national four-month moratorium on residential evictions. Uh, it was announced by the, the, the CDC. Um, it's the latest measure by the administration to get a handle on the economic fallout from the coronavirus pandemic, absent an agreement with Congress on a more far-reaching package that would have to force, would have the force of law. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's, it's kicking the can down the road. Like, yeah, I agree with that statement. That, that shows that up pretty pretty soundly (laughs) um so okay right turn uh kenosha wisconsin so 
I don't remember where we. I, I know we report. I, we we talked about this last week. Did we talk about uh that that seventeen year old white boy last week? Uh, I don't yeah. remember. The, the um. Mr. Mr. Rittenhouse, that guy. Did we did we mention him last week? Or I don't know if we had an idea on on him last week. If we did, um, no. Okay, so uh, there was a seventeen-year-old um, by the name of Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, who was actually arrested um was this last week i believe he was arrested on wednesday of last week uh and charged with first degree uh intentional homicide uh for the shooting death of two protesters um he was seen um if you've seen any images of him you he was seen walking around with i believe it was an m4 um you military guys can uh, fact check for that me, but it looks like an M4 to me. Um, he's actually from Anto- Antosh, Illinois. Um, and he went out to quote unquote protect businesses that were um, being quote unquote looted um, and in the wake of, of of the riots that were happening in Kenosha, Wisconsin due to uh, uh, <clears throat> Jacob Blake um, getting shot in the back four times or seven times by by police officers and um, yeah it this has kind of sparked a, a, a interesting kind of not interesting but su- not not su- not surprising type of uh, commotion via media people are having conversations about. Um, the differences in between how he's being uh, portrayed in the media um, versus other people um, who were just honestly not doing anything at all. Um, uh, I've seen, you know, several pictures of um, them kind of juxtaposing him with uh, Trayvon Martin, him with um, Tamir Rice, uh, and, and things of that nature. Um, there was actually eyewitness uh, witnesses um, and a video apparently of him walking up to police um, with his hands in the air and a rifle slung across his body um, just moments after he shot uh, a protester in the head and another one in the chest, killing them both and wounding um, one other. Um, so he actually shot three people and killed two. Um, police are seen driving right past Rittenhouse as bystanders shout that he just killed someone to the officers. Um, and you can hear him actually saying on this video, apparently, uh, I've just killed somebody. That's a quote from him. Um, so that guy, Kyle, uh, is, is, uh, Trump had actually say what were you gonna say, uh, Greg? He's a bitch. Yeah, he is. Um, empowered. He's an empowered bitch, but he's 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 a bitch. 
Um, there was actually uh, something that came out in regards to uh, Trump was asked about that, actually, um, about that entire situation. And um, I have, do I have the quote? I do have the quote. Uh, should I read it or should I play it? That is the question. Hold on a second. Give me one moment. Uh, I'll read it. Okay. So here's the quote from Donald Trump. Um, that was an interesting situation. You saw the tape as I saw, and he was trying to get away from them, I guess it looks like. Um, he also adds, he fell and then they were very violently attacking him. And it was something that we're looking at right now and it's under investigation, but I guess he was in very big trouble. Uh, he probably would have been killed. Um, what? So that's, that's Trump's, that's a quote directly from Trump. Um, when he was asked about it, uh, it seems like Trump believes that he was acting in self-defense. Um, also, the Kenosha police chief uh, had a comment about that as well. Um, his name, uh, Police Chief Dano, Daniel Miskinis, um, claimed that there may not have been an incident if protesters were not out on the streets. Uh, the And I'm getting this from uh, Yahoo News, by the way. Uh, the Kenosha, Wisconsin police chief blamed two protesters two protesters who were fatally shot for their own deaths because they violated curfew. Um, here, the quote from him um, is persons who were out after the curfew became engaged in some type of disturbance uh, and persons were shot. Um, wait, let me see if I can play this real quick. Everybody involved was out after the curfew. I'm, I'm not going to make a great deal of that, but the point is the curfew's in place to protect. Had persons not been out involved in, in violation of that, perhaps the situation that, that unfolded would not have happened. Um, so the last night, a 17-year-old individual from Antioch, Illinois, was involved in the use of firearms to reserve, to, excuse me, to, uh, to resolve whatever conflict was in place. The result of it was two people are dead. Did y'all hear that okay? That's not his fucking job. It's not his fucking job to go out there and try to keep the peace. It's not his fucking job. As, Fuck a, all that. as, a, as a white man growing up in America, it is his job to hunt people. <laughs> That's how he was raised to uh, hunt people. <laughs> Black people in particular. Uh, did y'all hear that okay, though? Because I'm using a different yeah, sound. Yeah, I heard, heard that shit 100% A1 pussy. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Uh, so... Yeah, um, I don't really have much more of an update outside of that. Um, dude is in jail, but it, it took a bit. He was able to go home um, with a rifle strapped around his, uh, strapped around his shoulder, shooting, two, shooting three people, being ID'd on the street by witnesses. Um, he was still able to walk past police officers, say out loud that he just shot somebody, kill two people, shoot one in the head, 
one in the one in the chest and injuring another and was able to drive home and go to sleep and chill. And he was arrested the next day. You know, Tamir Rice, how old is Tamir Rice? 10? 12? <laughs> Tamir Rice was 12. Um, he was outside playing with a toy gun. Police got a phone call about a kid playing outside with a gun or suspected that they may he may have a gun. Police rolled up on him. That's one of those videos. That's why I stopped, one of the reasons why I stopped watching these videos. Because that's a video I'd never forget. They rolled up on that boy so crazy. So they rolled up on him so wild. <laughs> they, they, they rolled up on him so crazy. Police rolled up on him. He, he hopped the curb. Damn near hopped the curb. Um, waited two, waited maybe a minute, shot him. 12-year-old boy. Shot him immediately. Um yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, it's hard to talk about these things because it's just kind of more and more examples of of uh, the blatant racism and privilege uh, provided uh, to our white counterparts. So, yeah. Um, is there anything on uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin that I'm missing in regards to any updates? Uh, I believe they're still protesting as of last night, if I'm not mistaken. God bless those people, by the way. You guys are doing God's work. If any listeners in Kenosha, Wisconsin are out there, um, you dope as fuck. Um, Any protesters anywhere in regards to racial injustice um, and just trying to get... uh, is equal rights for everybody. For us in particular, like we just getting killed left and right by police, by regular people. Y'all outside risking our lives, literally <laughs> risking y'all lives, and that's that's dope. Um, anything else on, on Kenosha, Wisconsin? Uh, I did see a video. I don't know if it was the police chief. I can't remember who it was, but it was. I guess the head cop. I guess it's a police chief. I don't know. This nigga was in the press conference talking about he never saw the video. No, it's not Kenosha. It's something different. Never mind. I know it's just talking about. Never mind. It's something different. Is it Portland? Um, um, it's, it's... Nah, whoever okay. that dude was got shot in the back seven times. I don't know where that was. That was Kenosha. Oh, that was? Yeah. That was the same place? Yes. Oh, my God. I didn't see. Wow. It's crazy. Not okay, too. well, yeah, I don't know if it's police chief, but whoever whoever the the head cop is, whatever, I guess it's police chief. I did see a video say I did see a video of him having a press conference saying he never saw the video of the guy getting shot in the back, and then another video popped up of him talking to, uh, fuck, what's it called? Talking not suspects, uh, witnesses, and one of them showed him the video, and he was sitting there with the phone in his hand watching it. I was like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? You know, niggas record everything. Don't don't ever say no dumb shit like that again. Hmm. Crazy. Um. All right. Let's see. As a result of Kenosha, did we did we talk about the the boycott last week? I'm I'm 
my memory's going. Apologize, guys. Just trying to make sure we don't duplicate stories. Did we talk about the the boycott last week? We couldn't have, right? Because it happened over the weekend. Yeah, there's no way we could have. Okay. Boycott. You talking about? Huh? So I don't even know what boycott you talking NBA about. NBA boycott. Oh, that. Now that that happened last. That happened after the the day after the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, um, if uh, I, everyone should know by now that there was a boycott um, from the the NBA, and I'll just give like a quick synopsis on that. There was a boycott from the NBA. Oh, boycott again. I wouldn't even call that a boycott. What would you call it? Uh, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know if it's a before now. Just look theatrics. Like a sit out. Yeah, it's more like a sit out or like a small protest. Boycotts are long. When you boycott something, like that's a that's a long. It seems like a long kind of kind of thing. A protest uh, seems like a shorter. Thing. And listeners out there, I'm sure you, you know, look up, you know, you do do dictionary things and look at the definitions of boycott and and protest. Um, but basically what happened is, um, what night was this, guys? Thursday? Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday um, the Milwaukee Bucks and Orlando were supposed to play. Uh, that didn't happen. Milwaukee Bucks did not come out of their locker room. Decided they weren't going to play. Um, fully intended on forfeiting that game. Didn't know that at the time. Um, but Orlando Magic also decided, you know what? Fuck it. We're not going to play either. Um, that rippled effect. That had a ripple effect all the way down the rest of the NBA playoff games. And uh, consequently, all the games on that Wednesday and all the games on that Thursday were canceled. Um, what also, also what that caused was uh, a few of sports and sports across all of most of a lot of the different spectrums also canceled um, different games and, and, and things of that nature. Uh, the WNBA had posted uh, postponed their games. Um, I believe there were uh, two baseball games or three baseball games that were also postponed. Um, who else? Uh, Naomi Osaka, um, the famous uh, tennis player, um, decided that she was going to pull out of uh, the Western and Southern Open in New York. Uh, it just caused a, an insane kind of interesting ripple effect uh, across sports um, that started with the NBA. And uh, that it was... I thought it was dope. I thought it was, I, I thought it was pretty cool, uh, but it lasted one day. No, it lasted two days. That Wednesday, that Thursday, it was three, and Friday. That Friday, yeah, that Friday, um, and then uh, the NBA and the uh, players. Oh, say again. I'm about to say, well, Friday, they already decided that they were going to come back and play. So it really only lasts Wednesday and Thursday. Okay, gotcha. Um, Just to play against us. Right. And what was being demanded, uh, and I'm 
summarizing here, but what was being what was being demanded was um, more action from on the NBA's part in regards to um, the issues at hand. Uh, the NBA is what eighty percent black, um, so uh, players and leading that charge, obviously, you know LeBron, uh, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook. Um, Kawhi-ish, maybe. But um, basically what they came up with uh, to that allowed them to agree to say, all right, we can play again, uh, is establish a social justice coalition featuring reps from players, coaches, and governors, uh, convert team arenas into voting locations for 2020 uh, general election, uh, create advertising spots in the playoff games that promote civil engagement in local and national elections. Uh, the NBA and the uh, National Basketball Players Association, uh, those are the, the three things. I'm not sure if that's all of the things, but those are the three big things that came out of um, that protest, if you will. Personally, for me, the my favorite of that is turning all the team arenas into into voting locations. That's kind of nice. <laughs> if, if they can pull that off, pretty cool. Um, at least here in Georgia, uh, it seems like uh, unless Kemp says fuck that, um, the State Farm Arena is going to is it the State Farm Arena? Yeah, the State Farm Arena is going to be a, a, a polling place. So that's kind of cool. Um, that's great. Gives more uh, people a lot more places to go and vote. Um, and arenas, NBA arenas, that's that's gonna that's gonna definitely increase uh, capacity, I would think, for people to get out there and vote. At least where those in the places where those arenas are, obviously. So, um, no, they're gonna do some bullshit like closing down other polling places and just making that. One polling place. Um, if yeah, I mean that's one way to. I mean that's one way to. If you were, if I was on the other <laughs> side of the table, I would do that. I would just close everything else around it <laughs> and make you have to go there. But those places are so big. You're talking about arenas. I would think the capacity to have people vote would be much larger instead of voting in a school or a library. Um, you talking about making sense? I, I know, I know, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm just saying. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's what that's what that's what came out of that. Uh, how did y'all feel? Well, okay, George, how did you feel about the boycott? Sorry, protest. I don't know. I mean. I thought it was a good idea initially, and then when they pretty much cracked for for literally nothing, for, for nothing that's really tangible, uh, I mean, I thought it sucked. And then when I found out who played the role, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense why it sucks. Mm. So. And I guess to fill in the... To fill, in the, to fill in the blank there, there was a few people that were playing role, playing a role in trying to get an agreement between the NBA and the players. Um, one of those people was Barack Obama, apparently. 
Another person was Michael Jordan as an owner. Um, who else? Am I missing somebody? I feel like I'm missing somebody. Somebody else important. That's about the main thing. Yeah. And then, like, of course, the NBA PA uh, president, like Chris Paul and mm-hmm. other people. Yeah, so those things were circling around that Michael Jordan was trying to be, you know, the bridge between players, which player the players and the owners and, and things of that nature, um, and as well as Barack Obama making a call to encourage an agreement. George, what would you what what if you could name one simple thing that was like a layup that they could have also stood ground for that could have been easy for them to get what what would it what do you, what do you think that would be well i mean one i would have, if they were serious about it they would have went to other sports athletes and encourage them to join their boycott and say you know we're not playing until we end you know qualified immunity and uh, decriminalize or legalize marijuana. Those are two things that y'all could have just said, yeah, we're not playing. Y'all niggas not getting the, you know, any money from us from sports until these two things are worked on or agreed upon or passed. So on a broad, why marijuana? I'm just curious. Why that? Like, why would you want to ask for that at this particular time? Um, because that's, a, I mean, that's a gateway to a lot of confrontation with cops is, you know, suspicion of marijuana or illegal, other illegal substances, but mostly marijuana, they're like, ah, oh, I smell more marijuana in the car or something else. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, police in New York City looking for people with marijuana and over-policing. If you legalize marijuana, that'll alleviate a lot of over-policing and police interactions. And they know they get off shift and go smoke one back. Whatever, man. Mm -hmm. Greg, how'd you feel about it? I mean, it was a good idea because I mean, look at most major sports. It's it's a bunch of people of color entertaining white people and getting paid by white people. So, I mean, it was a good idea at first, but at the same time, I was like, damn, you know, I was looking forward to basketball. So I was like, shit, this been the, they might have to just cancel the season. But then I heard that it was coming back two days later. I was like, eh. Uh, I kind of like, what's the, what was the point of that? Because it's like, y'all niggas said we're not going to play, had a meeting, and then agreed to play. I was like, but y'all didn't get nothing from it, though. Like, we like we didn't get anything from it. Yeah, I think the only thing that I see that I, that I like about it, again, is, is the polling places. Because I, I think that's a no-brainer. Like, why, why, why haven't these arenas mm-hmm. been polling places? They're huge. <laughs> like... But the thing they're protesting over is, you know, police violence against people of color. Sure. And nothing that they did would be... Alleviate that issue. Yes. Right. Because um, we've been voting for years and niggas still getting ass beat. Right. 
Um, I think I think the response someone who is like a not me, but if I was to put myself in the shoes of someone who is like voting is everything. Um, those type of people, you have to vote. Shame on you and your ancestors if you don't vote. If you don't vote. Those type of people. I think that their logic behind that is like the reason why things are the way they are is because we don't vote for, and then people who we don't like end up in office, uh, and then we don't end up, and also we don't end up with solid candidates in the first place and all a more we don't have our own like power we're kind of not using the power that we have if we did vote like that i think it will kind of go down that whole um effect like it rolls downhill uh in regards to voting so i get it i don't know i think well i mean I don't know if this comment goes either way, but I know that like when I was younger, uh, my aunt would pretty much tell me like, and this is this is around the time when Obama was getting into office and people were you know going out to to vote for him, and she was pretty much saying like, if you're going to vote, make sure you're making an informed decision. Like, don't just vote because you're voting. Like, make sure you do your research. You know what's going on. And while I can understand, you know, some people being like, Look, get out and, and vote, it's also smart to do that research. And me, personally, every time that I voted, which we're not going to get too deep into, <laughs> into that situation, but I've, like, me and George have discussions. Like, he pretty much tells me who, who he's voting for and why, and I pretty much just follow off out of that. But we still have those discussions of, like, these are the people that we need in place to actually make changes that we need. So I, I won't say necessarily like, I won't be that person who's like vote or die, but like make informed decisions. If you're going to vote, make sure that you're voting for the people who are looking out for you and have your best interests at heart. Don't just listen to the freaking media because we all know that they lie, but I don't know. Do your research, do your own research. Basically. That should be the more important thing than vote, vote or die. Yeah, because niggas just like vote blue, and blue ain't been doing shit for years. So <laughs> that's funny. When I went to go vote, that that one lady, I I can't get it out of my head because when we went to go for what what election was that? Presidential preference. Yeah. When we went to vote for that. We were pretty much because. I'm sure George has something on that said uh, uh, Bernie. And the lady was like, are you guys going to vote blue no matter who? And I felt bad because it didn't even like register. But I like laughed in this lady's face and was like, no, and then walked off. I felt bad, but you know, shit happens. Mm. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, speaking of uh, protests, are uh, going to lead right into um, the situation at Portland. Um, this is coming from the New York Times. Uh, a Portland shooting amplifies tensions in the presidential race. Uh, this article was published. Okay, this article published on the. Thirtieth of August. 
uh, a fatal shooting, a fatal, a fatal shooting in Portland, Oregon, over uh, this past weekend, uh, led President Trump to apparently unleash a torrent of tweets and attacks on Sunday, capping a volatile week of street violence that is becoming a major theme in the final weeks of the 2020 campaign. On Saturday, a man affiliated with a right right wing group was shot and killed as a large caravan of supporters of Mr. Trump drove through downtown Portland, where nightly protests have unfolded for three consecutive months. No suspect has been publicly identified and the victim's name has not been released. Um, the shooting came in the same week that a 17-year-old armed with a military-style weapon, that's Kyle Rittenhouse that we just talked about, was charged with a homicide in connection with shootings during a protest in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin, that left two people dead and one injured. The pro-Trump rally in Portland drew hundreds of trucks filled with supporters and adorned with Trump flags into the city. At times, Trump supporters and counter-protesters clashed in the streets with fistfights occurring and the Trump supporters shooting paintball guns from the beds of pickup trucks as protesters threw objects at them. Uh, Donald Trump said on Monday morning, uh, posted or he reposted a, a, a barrage of tweets about the clashes in Portland with many of them assailing the city's Democratic mayor, Ted Wheeler. Uh, Donald Trump retweeted a video showing his supporters shooting paintballs and using pepper spray on, pepper spray on crowds in Portland before the fatal shooting, uh, Donald Trump also wrote that the big backlash going on in Portland cannot be unexpected. Um, and this is coming from this actual blogger saying uh, it's a remarkable instance of a president seeming to support confrontation rather than calming a volatile situation. Um, over the weekend, officials with uh, Joe Biden, uh, Joe Biden's campaign was inundated with concern and unsolicited advice from supporters and allies, suggesting the need for a forceful and frontal response. Joe Biden issued a statement on Sunday accusing uh, Donald Trump of recklessly encouraging violence while condemning violence unequivocally himself. And his quote is, I condemn violence of every kind by anyone, whether on the left or right. Uh, he also adds, and I challenge Donald Trump to do the same. Um, Didn't this nigga vote for the Iraq war? Uh, I hate this nigga, man. Uh, let's see. And I believe, uh, this is again, this is coming from the New York Times. Uh, the article name is Portland Shooting Amplifies Tensions in the Presidential Race. Uh, there's more to it. That I'm I'm not gonna read now, but that that was a a pretty that was a mouthful, uh, you know, of kind of what's going on. George, is there anything else I'm missing in regards to Portland? Uh no, you know Trump's tone was just different when it was one of his supporters compared to how it was in Kenosha. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> yes, it was. Um. Yeah. Oh, speaking of another thing, um, 
not to harp on Trump, but I thought it was interesting. Uh, he had, and I believe this was from the same interview um, where he was also talking about Kenosha. He actually um, compared officers who shoot people to golfers who choke. Um, I have, I'm not sure if you guys have heard this audio, <laughs> um, but I have it. So uh, I want you guys to, well, as you guys, I mean, listeners to, to, to listen to this. Uh, here we go. Dangerous to be a police officer today. Do you not think that it has been? If the police are under siege because of things, it, it, they can do 10,000 great acts, which is what they do. And one bad apple, or a choker, you know, a choker. They choke, uh, shooting the guy, they, 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 shooting the guy in the back many times. I mean, couldn't you have done something different? Couldn't you have wrestled him? You know, I mean, in the meantime, he might have been going for a weapon, and you know, there's a whole big thing there. But they choke, just like in a golf tournament, they miss a three foot. You're not comparing it to golf because, of course, that's what the media. I'm saying people choke. People, might, people, people choke. Dangerous. Um, this nigga is garbage. <clears throat> I, I, um, I, yeah, interesting that he uses the word choke. Um, this man was to this interesting that he uses the word choke. Why can't this man die of colon cancer? Oh, wow. Um, rest in peace to Eric Garner. Speaking of choke, um, who was also choked. Um, what what goes through Trump's head? I don't understand it, bro. Cause I, I swear I just seen a clip. I just seen a clip. If not yesterday, it was Monday, where this man. I didn't. I don't know the whole clip. It was like a minute and some change. And this nigga was talking about throwing cans of soup is more deadly than throwing bricks mm. at police officers. He said, you can't really pick up a brick and throw it like you can throw a can of soup. Mm. Um, Since when can you not throw a brick, number one? Wh- what does he think a brick weighs? Two, when... He, he doesn't exercise, but he doesn't know. When, when, when has a can of soup been a worse object to get hit by... <laughs> Man, he obviously didn't watch Friday. <laughs> Crazy. Um, in the meantime, um, <laughs> I saw this article, uh, not article, but I, I saw this on, on uh, Ball Alert on Instagram um, that there was a black man apparently surrounded by three white armed Texas cops because he had, quote unquote, too many credit cards. Brian Fryer was stopped by, yeah, this was in uh, Burlington, Texas. Uh, He is a father of six. Um, He was withdrawing cash from an ATM when a cop asked to see his ID, uh, demanding he prove that the credit cards in his wallet belonged to him. The cop said to Fryer, prove to me that the rest of those cards are yours. You've got like 10 there. So why the fuck does it matter how many credit cards I have? It's not your fucking business. Um. Yeah, I just you know what the fuck. This and, uh, well, I I just you know I just 
I, you know, I don't really know what to say other than um, we we just gotta we gotta we gotta be prepared for that day because it just seems like that day is coming. Um, I've had my day, but it doesn't mean I can. Other day is not gonna come. I had my day at 17 years old when I was arrested for waiting across the street like every other kid. Um, after a talent show and ended up getting arrested for loitering uh, <laughs> at a at a at a gas station, but um, that doesn't mean that my day won't come. You know, again, it I just seems like this is, this is happening so much. I just feel like it's going to eventually. No matter how many times you stay in your house, first of all, rest in peace to Breonna Taylor. You know, nothing is still going on with that. Um, it, it, it you you can't stay in your house. Can't breathe. Can't have credit cards. Apparently, I just be prepared for that day, man. Um, and if it's not a cop, um, I, I would I would encourage everyone to um, become a licensed gun owner, um, and at the very least be able to defend yourself um, against anyone who feels like they're a cop uh, and feels like they have power to do something to you. We have to be prepared for that day. You know, especially all of us um, and listeners out there who live in the South, Georgia and Jada in Florida, me and Gregor in Georgia, we have to be prepared. You know, so yeah. So uh, I wanted to end the podcast on some good news, um, and it's 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 bittersweet. It's not even bittersweet. It's extremely sad, but it is good news. And what it is is apparently, um, all, I, like thirty eight children were rescued um, across the greater Atlanta area. Um, from a huge Georgia sex trafficking ring bust. Um, and it's called the uh, Operation Not Forgotten. Uh, it's the investigation that has now led to dozens of children being returned home after being a part of a sex trafficking ring that spanned across 20 counties around the greater Atlanta area. The probe went on for two weeks straight and U.S. Marshals, fugitive hunters, went around the north and middle of Georgia looking for missing and exploited children. Uh, 26 children were recovered and another 13 missing children were found. Um, The U.S. Marshals Service Director Donald Washington said that authorities are worried that these victims were already subjected to sex trafficking prior to being forced into the ring. Children were found in Gwinnett, Fulton, Clayton, Forsyth, um, among other places. I want to repeat that because we have a lot of Georgia listeners. Gwinnett, Fulton, Clayton, Forsyth County. Um, Nine nine suspects were arrested and are now detained. Social workers are focusing on helping the children recover from the traumatic and life-changing situation. Uh, This is coming from WSB-TV. Yeah. 
the U.S. Marshal uh, uh, Service Director said, uh, and the quote is, one missing child is worth thousands in my mind of, in my mind of fugitives that we go out and get. Great. Um, dope. God bless those children. Um, they're going to need a lot of therapy. Uh, they're going to need a lot of help. Um, but that is great news that they were able to retrieve um, almost 40 children. So salute to them. It's dope. Very, very dope. Uh, and that's all I got. That's all we got. Um, any quick shout outs for anything that I missed or anything? Mm, no, I don't have none. Cool. Um, oh, here's the extra list. Uh, though, for those who are looking for something to watch on TV, um, or watch on TV, but watch in general, if you have stars, P Valley, okay. P Valley, great show. Show so far, it's not looking like that towards the, the, the end of the season, but it's the show so far is about basically a Mississippi strip club and what goes on in and around the strip club. Great show. <laughs> Amazing show. Um, black show. Okay, black show. Um, really dope. Also, if you have HBO, uh, again, um, Chasmic Bozeman uh, has, there's some movies that, that HBO has, uh, Get Up and uh, 42 um, is on there as well. But Lovecraft Country, um, which is coming from Jordan Peele um, as an executive producer, Black Show, dope. Uh, that show is literally like six shows in one. Show got everything in it. Check out fantasy, check out horror. It's dope. It's really dope. Um, and then Power Book 2. Uh, today is the 2nd of September. Power Book. How about this? Power Book 2 uh, comes out on Sunday. Okay? So it'll be interesting to see uh, what that annoying-ass child, Tariq, is going to do in his private school um, selling drugs while his mom is in jail and his daddy dead. Be interesting to see. Um, so yeah, am I missing anything? Uh, this weekend is a long weekend, apparently. It's, mo- it's yeah, quote unquote yeah. Memorial Day, labor or label day, labor day. Yeah, labor day. Uh, do y'all have any plans for labor day? Jay, George, uh, probably a little cleaning and some grilling. Okay. Nope. Greg? Uh, no, I don't have no plan. My homegirl asked to hang out, but I don't know exactly what that pertains. So, as of right now, uh, I'll be at the uh, cribbo. My cousin didn't ask me to go to Florida, but then when I asked him, when I told him I don't think I can make that shit, because this nigga asked me on Monday, he didn't take that. I was like, bro, you asked me the very last minute to go? Like, the fuck wrong with you, nigga? Trying to black people. I think for me myself, I'm gonna to try to make uh lamb burgers on Saturday. Hmm. That'd be fun. Uh, Rolo um, has his first doctor's appointment on Saturday, and uh, huh? 
I said, you making lamb burgers look like I have, I got plans. <clears throat> no, no. Come, come to, go, go, go to Walgreens, get the COVID test. You know what I'm saying? Text me the, uh, text me the image. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't, I can't do that by Liberty. That's too loose. I can't do that by Liberty. <laughs> um, oh, that does remind me. Uh, well, everyone in Georgia, I, I would hope by the by, by this time this is free for everywhere. Mostly, you could find a free place, but they are giving out free COVID tests. Um, Google it. In Georgia, there are certain Walgreens, CVSs, and some doctors' offices and, and hospitals that are giving out um, free COVID tests. So, and apparently, you can get it back between two and five days, which is not terrible. So, if you Literally, just Google it. Free COVID test in Georgia. There's probably two sites that'll come up on Google for you to, you know, take care of that. On a more serious note, um, you know, in regards to, to know your status, and it's free, 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 and it's not free if you have insurance. It's free, period. Free, free without insurance, because niggas like to get you on that too. It's like it's free if you have qualifying insurance. No, it's free, um, period. So that's dope. Um, but yeah, Lamberger's Rolo's first appointment with a doctor. That should be interesting. And uh, I'm power washing our backyard, which is going to be fun. interesting. So, rich niggas got power washers. No, first of all, I got that from my uncle uh, because my uncle cuts grass. He is a landscaper. Um, yeah, uncle's power washers. Again, my uncle has a business, uh, successful business, <laughs> and I borrowed, I borrowed his, his power. Promote, promote his business. Huh? I said promote his black business. Yeah, I, I promote it this way. If you live in Georgia, to be honest with you, anywhere really in, in Georgia, in the metro Atlanta area, and you need your grass cut, holler at me on Instagram. Just DM me on Instagram. And I put my phone number on here. You need DM me on Instagram at talk talk up two K, and 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 my uncle will take care of you. You you, you five, you five. So, um, yeah. So, but that's all I got. Jade. All right, guys. Well, thanks for hanging out with us today, tonight, whenever you're. Wonder when people like listen to us. Like at what time of the day? They probably listen to it to go to sleep. Do it. So we put people to sleep, is what you say? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> well, I hope you guys have a wonderful night then. The fuck? Be sure to like, follow, subscribe, and stalk in real life. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Deuces. Stay dangerous. Bye. <laughs>